Welcome to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Cal Cofield. Have you ever heard of an ice door? Neither had I, but if you've ever been in a house built before the 1930s, you might know what I'm talking about. This would be a door about waist-high, leading from a kitchen or pantry to the outside of the house. People would put their ice box right by the ice door, and when the ice man came, he would open the ice door, pick up a chunk of ice from his ice truck, and drop it in the ice box. Because the ice man didn't even have to come inside the house, the door was nicknamed the jealous husband's door. You know, so another man wouldn't come into his house during the day and chat with his wife. A slightly chauvinistic nickname, but that's not the reason, of course, that ice doors fell out of use. The ice that these ice men brought door to door was literally harvested from frozen lakes up north during the winter, shipped south or wherever people wanted it, and kept in cold storehouses until summer. It's speculated that roughly 80 or 90 percent of the ice harvested from these lakes melted before it could be sold. But it was still a profitable business for quite a while. Hauling frozen ice from up north seemed like the only way to cool things down in the summer. Because think about it. How do you make something cold? I think everyone could think of a way to make something hot in winter. Leave it in the sun or use your own body heat or just use fire. But making something cold, taking heat away, even with the right equipment, I think most people would be stumped. Most people, but not those who know a little bit of physics. Have you ever come out of a pool on a hot day and lie in the sun and let the water evaporate off you? Does it make you feel cooler? It should. When liquids evaporate off a surface, they take heat with them. Well, ammonia evaporates at about negative 27 degrees Fahrenheit. That's colder than the freezing temperature of water. So if we could get ammonia to evaporate off a surface, that would absolutely cool it to something lower than room temperature. But we'd have to keep bringing in cooled ammonia. Where is that coming from, and what do we do with the ammonia gas that's created when the liquid ammonia evaporates? Well, there's another bit of physics that we need to know. Temperature is not only controlled by sources of heat nearby. Temperature is also related to pressure. If you put a gas in a sealed container and increase the pressure, you will also increase the temperature of the gas. So lowering the pressure will lower the temperature. So we have this ammonia vapor and we could put it in a sealed container and lower the pressure. But eventually we would have to release the ammonia, and when we did, the pressure would go back up to the level of the room, and then the temperature of the ammonia would rise. So refrigerators use a clever trick. They grab all that ammonia gas, trap it in a container, and they increase the pressure. Yep, increase it. This drives up the temperature. Now the excess heat is allowed to escape. The loss of heat causes the vapor to condense into a liquid, but the liquid remains under very high pressure, and its temperature is actually higher than its normal boiling point. So right now the temperature of this liquid ammonia is higher than negative 27 degrees Fahrenheit. Because evaporation 
the temperature at which a liquid boils is determined by the air pressure around it. Even water, the liquid we're all most familiar with, can boil at different temperatures, not just 100 degrees Celsius or 212 Fahrenheit. At high altitudes up in the mountains, the lower air pressure means that water boils at 90-some degrees Celsius instead of 100. That's why some pasta boxes will tell you to cook pasta longer at higher altitudes, because even if the water is boiling, the pasta is cooking in a lower temperature water, so it takes a few extra minutes to be done. Okay, so it's possible in a pressurized container to produce liquid ammonia that is hotter than its normal boiling point. But as soon as that ammonia is released from the container and the pressure goes back to normal, the ammonia drops down to its normal boiling point. It releases all the excess heat. So all of a sudden we have ammonia at negative 27 degrees Fahrenheit. The ammonia is quickly placed on a surface, it evaporates, and it takes the heat away with it. And this continues the cooling cycle. Only some industrial refrigerators actually use ammonia. For a while, home refrigerators used chlorofluorocarbons, or CFCs, as their coolant, but soon people realized these were harmful to the environment. There are newer options for refrigerants, but physicists and chemists are still on the hunt for more ideal liquids that evaporate at low temperature, are not toxic to humans, and don't hurt the environment. So this summer, when you're enjoying a cold drink or an air-conditioned room or some well-refrigerated, unspoiled meat, remember that you have physics to thank for it. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.